20 minutes a day, 365 days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. And a great Saturday morning to everybody out in Packerland. This is the Pack a Day Podcast, your 24 7, 365 day a year Pack a Day Podcast. It is Saturday, February 2nd. 2019 and right now i'm still waiting for the groundhog to see if he's gonna see his shadow or not on this day but i tell you one thing i've been on twitter the last couple of days and i have seen unbelievable temperatures i've seen negative 31 i've seen bars closed in wisconsin which is something i never hear about here and i know that my partner in crime uh mark echo from bobmcginnfootball.com joining me now uh will have something to say about that by the way, I'm Jake Turner of PackersTalk.com. Mark, what's your thoughts on this whole polar vortex? I mean, we're seeing Wisconsin bars being closed. I mean, that that never happens. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not a, you know, I, I'm not real familiar with that, but uh, that must, it must be cold. Like, I mean, hey, that's why I moved out of the Northeast and I'm living in South Carolina now. I, I hate the cold. <laughs> I, I want nothing to do with it. God bless the people up there. It's, it's I'm cold here, and it's about forty. So I mean, uh, yeah, it's cold. It's cold everywhere in the country right now. All right, but uh, one thing that has stayed hot right now has been the piping hop news of the Packers coaching signings. So we're going to get into that. A couple of big ones are happening. A possible special teams candidate is in the making. All right, but we got Super Bowl Fifty Three coming up. Patriots, Rams, and no stranger to it is the Green Bay Packers. Of course, I mean we talk about Super Bowl One, Two. 31 and 45 mark of those four super bowls what kind of memories do you have of those okay as well the first two <laughs> i was i mean i'm old but I, I was a little i was very young then uh, i mm-hmm. do remember watching them though i remember um I, I remember one i was real little so i mean i i, I remember being all my dad and my uncle watching the game and talking about it being you know the first time it was the first one so it was like kind of big and um there was no way the packers were going to lose to the kansas city chiefs and they didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, Super Bowl II, I remember it, you know, because it was Lombardi's last uh, game as a head coach. So that was, that was, if I remember, again, I was little. I remember, um, again, I, my memories of those early ones are more of what my, I heard my, my, my dad and my, my uncle talking about. Yeah. Um, and I think I told you this before. My, my uncle Joe was actually friends with Vince Lombardi. Yeah, you did tell me about that. Uh, yeah, so I mean, that, that, that's kind of how I became a Packer fan was because of hearing my uncle just talk about Coach Lombardi this, and Mr. Lombardi that. And, okay, <laughs> if, he, if he knew him and he sounded, he talked up, he talked up so so highly, you know. But uh, so that was, you know, that, again, that's young now, more into the, the modern era. Um, the the Favre Super Bowl, I'll, I'll call it the Favre Super Bowl. Um, right. That was just so as a as a kid. You know, having those early memories, Lombardi, all that, but then going through all those bad years, all those, you know, NFL wasteland years, yeah. The, the, the Lindy and Fonte, you know, Dan Devine and George Gregg, and you know, just hoping to make the playoffs. Not even think about going to a Super Bowl, just hoping to be a, you know, have a winning record, and and all those bad years to finally get to that to that point, and mm-hmm. and you know, to beat the Patriots and Desmond Howard with the incredible game that, that he had to become you know, I think he's still the only special teams player to ever win MVP in the Super Bowl. Yes. Um, so I mean, you know, that 
that was almost like so emotional for me and um just to see them finally win and and and, and they had built it up you know they made the playoffs under home room and then won a you know they won a playoff game lost second round uh got to the nfc championship game lost to the cowboys so they, they 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 actually they did it the old-fashioned way, you know, step by step. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen any any anymore now. It's like it's boom or bust. But um, that so that one was just that was incredible. That was just an incredible feeling as a Packers yeah, fan. Yeah, really was. Them win that game. Then the, the Aaron Rodgers. Well, again, I go. I called Aaron Rodgers Super Bowl. <laughs> that was a crazy year because if you remember, and you're now now I'm talking to you where you're old enough now, right? You remember that one. Oh, definitely, definitely. I actually remember when I was in Fort Worth with my father and my uncle, and we were at the ESPN Zone in Fort Worth that day, and I got to see Mike and Mike, and I was in the audience, and I saw right to my right side the late, great Pat Summerall being interviewed. And, you know, we also met Colin Cowherd and all this kind of stuff, and it was just an an incredible moment um, to be part of when it came to Super Bowl forty five, and then you know, what happened in the game as a whole. But, but that year, if, I mean, if you remember, like I started saying, they needed, they had, they barely made the playoffs. Like they, yeah, they needed they to, beat to beat the Bears the last game. And, and the Giants. Some things to go the week prior <laughs> went their way. So they were a team that, you know, they got in. I didn't, I, I the, the Favre year, they were number one seed. You kind of 13 and three. This is the year. We built it up. Okay. Dallas isn't as good as they were. This is the year the Packers are going to go, and nope. they did. That year, I was kind of happy they got in. Um, you know, they they beat the Eagles in the first round, upset the Eagles. The Eagles were you know three seed. They knocked them off. Then they're going to Atlanta, and I'll be honest, I'm I rarely feel this way. I usually think the Packers are. I'm not always right, obviously, but I always think they're <laughs> going to win. I didn't. I remember looking back then thinking, I don't know if they can beat Atlanta in Atlanta. That's going to be tough. It, Atlanta was pretty good that year. They were top. Mark, seed. they were the top seed. They were fourteen and two. They brought back old man John Abraham on the defense. They had a good edge rusher. They had yep. Kyle Shanahan as a coach in there, coaching up that offense. They had weaponry all over the place. I mean, that was their they year to make it. Where they, they're generally pretty good. Yeah, at the Georgia yeah. Dome. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, I I just thought that was going to be. I just thought I don't know. Uh, but hey, they made the playoffs. They won a playoff game. And they not, and they killed them. They, they, I mean, the game was over at halftime, and I was like, "Whoa, okay." <laughs> and then, and then I thought, you know, and then they beat the Bears, which is always good to beat the Bears. And it's a championship game. And Knocking out Jay like, Cutler. You know, and that team, if you remember that team too, half the team was on injured re- reserve that year. They yeah, so over we had over fourteen players alone on the IR. I mean, we had to the point players, where Josh Bell players. was on the team. So I mean that. So that's 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 the memories of, of that one is you know just the whole adversity that it struck that team and overcoming being a six seed and getting so that was that was fun I mean they're all fun they're all great but, yeah um, they, you know that that's that's what comes out of each one for well, me now let's real real quick be, before we get to assistant coaches I got to bring this up sure so who's in the Super Bowl tomorrow Patriots and the Rams Patriots and the Rams so they're the two best teams in the league right Patriots and Rams. To the NFL, yeah. yes, they are. If, if memory serves me correctly, the Green Bay Packers, who everybody says is a bad team, seven and <laughs> that other team, really gave both of those teams all they could handle. They did. Would a, a, play take, a play here or there would have beat both of those teams, right? It all fell down to coaching, though, too. 
And well, whatever. Well, the coach is gone. So yep, the coach um, is gone. But I mean, you're right. They did. I mean, is, it got to a point where it was it was Lambeau Field in Los Angeles, and then at Foxborough, one of the toughest places to play. We took them to the end again, just like we did when uh, Matt Flynn was there and Rodgers got hurt that year in 2010. And yeah, that was a Super Bowl year. I'm and, saying, well, my point is, okay. everyone, everyone who tells me how far away the Packers are and our roster is terrible <laughs> and they need this, they need that ton of different things. If, if an idiot doesn't take a, take a ball out of the end zone on a, on a kickoff, they might, I'm not saying they would have beat the Rams, but they would have had a very good chance to beat the Rams in L.A. Mm-hmm. Special teams single-handedly lost, lost that game for them. But the yeah. punt that went out of bounds to one, it led to the safety, it turned the whole game around, and then you know, then the stupid Montgomery taking the ball out of, out of the end zone. <laughs> so they could, and then New England went toe-to-toe, and again, it was a, his only fumble of the season. Aaron Jones' is only, maybe his only bad play of the season. Happened, he fumbles. I mean, he, he has a first down and ends up, mm-hmm. and he gets stripped, and that turned that game around. So I'm, all I'm saying is, don't think the Packers are that. Are they ready to go to Super Bowl? I'm not saying that. I'm saying if these are the two best teams in football, which they are, the Packers aren't that far off. Give me a good draft. Give me a couple good free agents. Hopefully Matt, Matt LaFleur is a, is, does well as a, as a new head coach, and I think next year we'll be saying a lot of different things than we did this year. Some, I mean, and I think you're right about that, Mark, because just some of the hires that I've been watching and looking at some of the resumes that these new coaches have coming in as we'll dive in here uh, on this edition of Pack-A-Day, it's very interesting how detail-oriented they all are and how experienced and successful they've been, you know, with some of the, some very good coaching staffs in the past. And we'll jump into that. Uh, really quick here, I'm just going to throw out just a couple of memories. So Super Bowl One. look, I've watched tons of old NFL films footage. I've watched Super Bowl One from beginning to end when the NFL Network played it. One of my favorite moments had to be Dave Robinson absolutely destroying Mike the Hammer Garrett on a run play in the first half that pretty much sank the Kansas City Chiefs. Super Bowl Two, taking down Daryl LaMonica and the Mad Bomber pretty much himself. And Super Bowl 31, uh, Favre, of course, throwing his helmet off. First touchdown of the game to Andre Risen across the middle. And Super Bowl 45, my favorite, Kevin Green, linebackers coach, comes up to Clay Matthews on third down and says, it's time. And then Rashard Mendenhall costs up the football. Packers get it back. They win the game. Those are just some of the memories that I have uh, for the Packers with Super Bowl. Now, if... Out there to the audience, if you have any thoughts or any Super Bowl memories that you want to share with us on Twitter, please tweet us at at Packaday Podcast, at Jake Turner Sport, or at Mark Eckel08. And we will definitely talk about memories because we could talk about it for days here, but we're on kind of a time crunch here. So let's jump into the latest news with the Packers and some of their coaching hires. The latest one has been, and first off, I want to bring this up really fast here, but getting Mike Smith. And getting Kirk uh, Olivia Dottie from the Redskins and the Chiefs was a blessing in disguise because finally it feels like we're going to have that that power, that old school edge rushing kind of capability that the Packers have been missing for quite some time. And we talked about this too, Mark. You believe this, that Mike Patton actually feels like he's had a say in some of these hires. Why do you think that? Well, I think he has. I mean, there's no doubt he has. I, I think LaFleur uh, tr- 
trust Patton. I mean, he kept them obviously, so that mm-hmm. that, said, that spoke volumes right right there. That he, Smart you know, he agreed to keep him on as his defense coordinator. And um, if you just see the guys he's hiring, they're guys he either knows or worked with, or um, you know, fits what he wants to do. Um, and, and he kept Montgomery as a defensive line coach, and I thought I applaud that that move because I think brilliant. You've seen what the things he's done. Kenny Clark has got has turned into a great player under his uh, guidance. Um, a kid like Tyler Lancaster, on drafted free agent rookie last year, you know, um, looks like a pretty good player. I mean, looks like a guy. Yeah, that, I'm. I'm really glad you brought you up know, Tyler Lancaster. Be, be a, um, more than just a serviceable backup, I think. I think you can see. I think you'll see more and more out of out of this this young man from Northwestern. Um, so anyway, Montgomery's good, and I think. Smith and Alvadotti. Alvadotti. I remember his, his his dad as a as a coach with the well, uh, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of coaches' sons on this staff. The offense coordinator uh, Nathaniel Hackett. His dad, of course, Paul Hackett, who you know, a West Coast offense pioneer back in the day. You know, uh, so there. Yeah, like you said, there's a lot of it's 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 a, it's an interesting staff. Uh, there's no big big crazy you know hype name on the staff. But like, you, but like you said, a lot of guys that are teachers, you know, attention to detail, and very young. And that's what I like, Mark. On offense, they're all in their 30s except for Ben Sermons, who they, they kept as a running back coach. And he's only 49. It's not like he's 68 or something. I mean, he's, so it's a, it's, a young, it's a young coaching staff. Um, and I think in today's game, um, now again, there's Bill Belichick who's older. He's still the best. But yeah. Um, <laughs> You, you look at the Rams and, and Sean McVay and that staff, and, and, and not that the Packers are copying the Rams by any means, because you, you have to have your own I- identity, but I, I just think today's players relate more to younger coaches and younger ideas than they do to the older, past, you know, old school kind of thought. So we'll see. Hopefully it works out well, and, and like I said, next year at this time, we're, we're talking about the Packers playing in a game, not just, you know, memories. So latest hire was uh, Elvis Witt, uh, Witten from, uh, I remember him when he used to play with Jacksonville back in the day with uh, with the likes of Jimmy Smith and Keenan McCardell. And I, I remember that guy very well. And then his last season was with the Raiders. I know that. But the one thing that really got to me was his experience at Colorado State and some of the guys that he has already trained to the point where uh, Mike Bobo, the head coach of Colorado State, very well respected in that area, said that this guy is a mentor, he's a teacher, and this is what they need. Because when you got guys like Rashad Higgins and Michael Gallup, who were Fred Bolitnikoff's uh, finalists as well, and then you got this stud last year, uh, still in school, Preston Williams, 96 passes, 1,345 yards, you got that guy as well. Just imagine, Mark, what he could do with Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Jamon Moore, Devontae Adams, and Geronimo Allison when he comes back from injury. I actually really like this hire, and it's not a sexy hire at all. And that's what I really like. No, I think he's going to do a good job. He played in the league. Again, he's not that old. He's a, you know, he's a, he's a young man. He played in the league. That's you know, from all my years covering teams, I remember, like, you know, guys that played, and, and it, it shouldn't be this way, but it, it just is. Players relate more. 
the guys who played in the league. Deuce Staley with the Eagles, the running backs coach, now he's with, with, with the Eagles. I, I, I covered Deuce as a player. Never in a million years thought he, he'd be a coach or, he, or would even want to be a coach. And he felt the same way. He, he laughs about it sometimes. Um, but he's become a very, very good coach. And a lot of it is because players, A, they, they trust him. They know he's been through what they're going through. So he can re- relate to their their needs and 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 what they what they need to hear sometimes. Um, so yeah, I, I like a guy like I was with it who, like I said, uh, you know, he did play play in the league for a long. Wasn't a star, which is good too. Because mm-hmm. star players sometimes don't know what what the average player thinks because they're a star. They they, they get treated differently. They have different thoughts and ideas. So, but a, you know, a, a, a guy that played in the league nine years was was like you said a good. You know, decent player play. You know, played with other played under some good players. Uh, I, I think he'll do a nice job with the wide receivers. Um, it's 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 going to be it's going to be interesting. It's like I said, a very young, um, detail oriented staff. Now, Matt Lafleur also brought in somebody that he knew back in Atlanta, and his name was Justin Outen. Outen used to be an offensive line coach, then he started becoming an assistant tight ends coach. What does what is it about that guy that really makes this tight end position so interesting? Well, the position's interesting in, in itself because you don't know who's... I mean, it, it looks like they're going to bring Jimmy Graham back. Yes, it does. Um, yep. They have the, 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 the Tanya kid who they're, you know... I, I guess they'll bring him in again, give him another long look and uh, see if he gets, if he's gotten better. But I think they're going to spend a relatively high pick. I'm not saying first round, but maybe second... On a tight end, maybe bottom at first. You don't know. See how to see how to how the board falls. But um, I, I'm pretty sure they'll they'll have a a, a rookie, a, a, you know, a high caliber rookie tight end on the roster as well. Now, I don't I don't know much about Jason Allen other than, than what you just said. He worked in Atlanta. Um, Lafleur knows him pretty well. Again, he's young. Um, so yeah, that that's that's another another. And the long line of what they're of what they're looking for: young, detail-oriented, teaching-type coaches. Um, and we'll see how he does them. I mean, his his job's going to be to get the young guys, you know, acclimated to the NFL, and to get Jimmy Graham back to what you know. I don't think it'll be the Jimmy Graham that he was back in the day. He's older now, but just to get you know Graham involved in his offense more. You're listening to the Pack-A-Day Podcast, a Saturday morning edition on February 2nd, 2019. I'm Jake Turner of PackersTalk.com. Joining me is uh, Mark Eckel, my partner in crime of BobMcGinnFootball.com. We're talking Super Bowl memories. Uh, we're talking about the latest hires. And another one that is starting to come to interest here because he has experience in this. Uh, special teams still have not made this move yet. Uh, Darren Rizzi, the Packers decided not to hire him, but they had... Wes Welker in as an interview candidate. He has experience on the special teams. Is that a possibility for Green Bay? Now that would be sex. That, that would be. A <laughs> maybe they maybe they were saving it for that. I, I think I would like that to be honest with you. I think I would like a Wes Welker as as a special teams coach. I mean, I, I don't know if it's going to happen. Maybe he might he might come in as a lower level assist. I don't know. I mean, they did talk to him, like you said. Um, I heard another name for special teams coach. I can't think. Of it. It's, it's a, he, he worked with Mike Patton for some reason. Uh, Sean Menenga. Yeah, the guy that worked in Cleveland under, under Patton. Patton. Yep, had, assistant had, special had teams coach. coach last seven seasons for the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, him. 
again, if they like him, I I don't know. I don't know who's going to be. It's hard to tell. It's hard to say who's going to be a good special teams coach unless you're really, I mean, yeah, you got to interview him and all that kind of stuff. Um, again, I, I go back to my Philadelphia days. I remember when the Eagles, um, the Eagles special teams were awful. Maybe not quite as awful as the Packers were last year, but they were pretty mm-hmm. bad for a long time. And they hired a guy named John Harbaugh as your special teams coach <laughs> under Ray, Ray Rhodes. Ray Rhodes was last year, and he hired John Harbaugh. And I remember interviewing Harbaugh when he got the job and walking away saying, hmm, I don't know if the, I, you know, I, I can't honestly say the Eagles special teams are going to be a lot better because, it's, it, again, eventually it all comes down to the players. You can have the greatest coaches in the world. If the players aren't good, it doesn't matter, right? I mean, you can, a coach can make a player a little bit better, but you can't do it for him, you know? So, I, but I remember walking away saying, I, I, again, I don't know how much better Eagles special teams are going to be, but this guy's pretty sharp. This guy's going to have him in the right place. This guy's going to have the right players out there. This guy's, I walked away from my first interview with John Harbaugh, very impressed. And, you know, needless to say, John not only became a good, a great special teams coach, but a pretty darn good head, head coach as well. So, um, and received and he, that. I mean, no one knew John Harbaugh when they hired him. I mean, all we knew about he was Jim Harbaugh's brother at that point. I mean, he was a college coach, um, not even a major, you know, not, not like a Alabama. You know, he, I think he came, he was, he was working at Cincinnati and, um, you know, other small colleges. Um, his claim to fame was that his, his brother was a first round pick. And Mark, I'm I'm so glad that you you bring up John Harbaugh because it just feels like with some of these moves that the Packers are making, they're no namers, but they have very good resumes, and the media doesn't want to talk about it. And I think that's what really helps Green Bay going forward with that. Speaking about that, something interesting came up, and I had to talk a couple of people off the off the railing and tell them to come back down. It's going to be okay, but it looks like the Packers are going to pick up the five million dollar roster bonus. For Jimmy Graham. Now, brand new tight ends coach in there. You got a different voice. You got a different feel in the locker room right now. Why are the Packers giving Jimmy Graham one more chance? Is it money or is it his experience? Yeah, I mean, number one, you can't you can't solve everything. Now, like I said earlier, I think they're still going to draft a tight end mm-hmm. going forward. And they should. A, and this is a very good tight end draft. Um, so why wouldn't you draft a tight end in a, in a, in a draft that's very deep at, at that at that spot? Draft two um, if you want to. But, but getting back to Jimmy Graham, I mean, he didn't have that. He, all right, did he have the kind of year people hoped and expected that he would have had? No, he did not. And he was the first to say it. But the whole offense was was off was off kilter this year. No, nobody on offense really had a great year. So I mean, it, you, you can't just put lay all the blame on on Jimmy Graham. Um, but it's too. But it's so easy, Mark. I mean, that's the thing in today's society and our outraged society. People want to just say it's Jimmy Grant's fault. That's why the Packers are terrible. You know, there were so many different reasons that this team was yeah, bad. So why not, I mean, I don't want to go with. I think a, a, a tight end room of Jimmy Graham, a high draft pick, and this Tanyan kid is fine. That's good. And you have yeah. for another year. I don't, I don't, again, I don't, no matter what happens, if, if they do draft a tight end high and he turns out to be pretty good, I don't expect Graham to be here in 2020. And who knows, maybe, but I mean, there's no, I mean, how, how can I, there's only so many needs that can be filled through an offseason. Yes, and, um, and that's, that's something it, that it, fans it are going to, 
They're going to have to understand that. I mean, you're going into the 2019 season. If you say, okay, adios, Jimmy Graham, but okay, all you got is Tanya in that. And that's, yeah. that's not going to help you. That puts too much no. pressure on the tight end position now. Now they might draft not just one, but two possibly. And that could really ransack it. You need to have that veteran in there to help certain young players be better. Benjamin Watson for the Saints is a great example. Still yeah. a very good player. But he has helped out the likes of Kobe Fleener and Josh Hill to really recognize their potential going forward. And if you have that guy and you can make Jimmy Graham into that guy, it could really be great for Tanya going forward and then whoever they decide to draft as well. Yeah, I'm not, I mean, listen, you can't, yeah, you can't go in. I don't, I mean, I, you can do anything you want, but if you want to win, if, if you're a team that you feel, you know, you're not a rebuilding team, you're a team with a, with a, a 30-something, a 35-year-old quarterback and, and a veterans all over the place, I don't want three unproven tight ends on my roster. Me neither. You can't, I mean, I don't, I don't want, I don't want unproven the perfect team, a team that wins, a team that that does that that is successful, always has a good blend of veterans and young guys. You you can't be too old in places either. So I think that Jimmy Graham, uh, uh, let's just use a name, you know, mm-hmm. Irv, Irv Smith from Alabama. Let's just throw his name in there. And Robert Tanyan. If Tanyan again, Tanyan has done. He had a good training camp. He really was invisible during. I mean, again, it wasn't his fault. He was hardly used. The one time he was used, he made a nice touchdown catch. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that you know he can become a good, a good NFL player. But but those three together, I can live with that for for nothing. You know, I'm just saying I don't. And I think I think I could be wrong. Um, in Matt Lafleur's offense, they, they, you're going to see a lot of multiple tight end sets. Am I not? And, and Jackson and, and Hackett too. Both of them in Jacksonville and in Tennessee have used multiple tight ends. So. You're going to see two tight ends on the field a lot, I think. This is the Pack-A-Day Podcast. I'm Jake Turner at PackersTalk.com, uh, along with Mark Eckel of uh, com. And Mark, so now, one day away from Super Bowl 53. Got to do this really fast here, just in about, I don't know, a sentence or less. Tell me who is going to win on Super Bowl Sunday. <sighs> I, I, <gotta> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just going to go with experience. Okay. Both, you know, Brady and Belichick over two young guys in, in McVeigh. Uh, who I, I think the world of McVeigh, but you know, it's 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 pretty big stage for him now. Same with Jared Goff. Um, you know, experience matters a little bit. I think. I think it's going to be a great game. I hope it's a great game, but I'll I'll, I'll take the Patriots in a, in a in a squeaker. I'm going to go upset, and I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going to stick with the. Los Angeles Rams, uh, I think Sean McVay has really done a great job, and I know that everybody wants to say, oh, the Saints should be in it, but the fact is they were still able to win. They were still able to outcoach Sean Payton in the last two minutes, get in overtime, and take a risk-taking 57-yard field goal by Greg Zerline. I think it's going to come down to either two scenarios. Either one, Tom Brady's going to have the ball with two minutes left to go and command a touch. Uh, a victory, or Jared Goff is going to be able to get into field goal range, and Legatron is going to seal the deal and get Tom Brady his fourth Super Bowl loss. But we'll find out. I think it's going to be a great game. That's all I want as well, and we'll see what happens. And then, Mark, guess what? Dead zone of sports news, but then we get into the nitty-gritty of Packers talk when the free agency period opens as well. Can't wait. I can't wait either, Mark. 
All right, we'll talk to you in uh, the next couple weeks. Enjoy the game, and uh, I'll talk to you then. All right, that was Mark Eckel, BobAgainFootball.com. Always bringing up knowledge, always having a blast here on Pack-A-Day. I love doing this. It's so much fun. And I just and one thing that we, me and Mark, we always talk about this a couple days in advance. We're getting the time set up. We're talking about the storylines. This is the kind of stuff that you won't hear on any other Packer podcast. Not even an NFL podcast. Nobody cares, you know, what the Packers are doing for hires and coaching and all this. We want to bring something different to it. So you've heard what we said. Now it's your turn. So go to at Packaday Podcast. Find me at at Jake Turner Sport at Mark Eckel 8 and give us your Super Bowl memories. Give us your thoughts on the new coaching staff. Why is Jimmy Graham coming back? We want to hear from you because that's why we do this for the Packer fan base. Now, remember, please stay warm in the polar vortex. Let's get those bars opened up again in Wisconsin. And uh, in the three greatest words in the Green Bay Packer Dictionary is Go Pack Go. For Mark Eckel, I'm Jay Turner. This was the Pack-A-Day Podcast on Saturday, February 2nd, 2019. In the three greatest words in the Green Bay Packer Dictionary is Go Pack Go. Enjoy it, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Third down and eight. Packers are three of eight on third down conversions. Now gets the snap. Tight pocket. Lost it down the left side. Adams leaping. Grab. Wow. Oh, what a catch! Wow. Right over Principal Gamora. Out of bounds. 20-yard line of Chicago. That was an incredible leaping grab over the defender. Long count by A-Rod. Takes. Handoff. Williams around the right end. Makes the turn to the wow. five. End zone. Touchdown! Oh, they got great seal blocks off the right side. And outside the numbers, Jamal Williams on a 10-yard touchdown run. And the Packers are right back in it. Rodgers shotgun. Slot right, slot left for the two-point conversion. Snap to Rodgers. Has some time. Rolls it over the middle. Devontae Adams has it. Two-point conversion. And we are tied at 14 apiece. Third and one, snap to Cohen, takes the handoff, fumbles it, it's up for grabs, and I believe Green Bay's got it. it. More arrogance by Matt Nagy. A trick play. Oh, all the tricks in the world, and they're foiling the Bears now. Dean Lowry makes the fumble recovery. Second down, a little bit less than six yards to go, and they spot it. Just beyond the 44-yard line of Green Bay. Snap Rogers looking left. Throws it to Adams on the slant. He's got it inside the 40. Breaks a tackle down to the 35. And has tumbled down through the hash marks on the right side at the 33-yard line of Chicago. Fourth down and six at the Green Bay 45. Rogers long count the line. Takes the snap. Back pedals. Steps up Floyd, eludes Floyd on the pass rush, throws the middle, he's got Devontae cutting right inside the 35, down near the 31-yard line of Chicago, brought down to the 30-yard line, number by Adrian Amos, the safety.